Hey guys, welcome back. Happy Sunday. I can't believe it's March. Uh, this has flown by. 2021 is one for the books already. Um, today, I want to ask you guys a random question to start. Have you guys ever seen Reese Witherspoon's daughter? I know it's a weird question. Not Reese without her spoon, as this image will show. I'm sorry, I like bed puns. But Reese Witherspoon, her daughter, she is an exact copy of her. I don't know if you've ever been told that as a kid, that you look exactly like your parents. I have my whole life, I look a lot like my dad. Um, so I'm often told, you look like just like your dad, you're a spitting image. Uh, today we're gonna be talking about God's son. Uh, we talked about God last week, God the Father, but today we're gonna be talking about God's son, the image of Christ uh, in the flesh. Um, it's unbelievable to think about how um, God's love is perfectly displayed to us in the person of Jesus Christ. Last week we talked about that God's love for us, and we see that in John 3.16, for God so loved the world he gave what? He gave his only son for us. Um, and that love is perfectly displayed in Jesus's life, death, and resurrection. So I wanna take us in three different places today. First is, who is Jesus? If he's God's son, who is he? What does that matter? Um, second, what was his mission? And then third, what does that mean for you and me? If he was God, if he, his mission is important, what does that mean for us? So first let's talk about who is Jesus? So you may have heard, Jesus is just a good moral teacher that I, I've heard this one before, I like Jesus, but not Christianity. Um, but who does Jesus say he is? I want you guys to take a moment just to pause in your group. I'm gonna give you some verses to look over. Go ahead and read these and look at the claims of who Jesus says that he is. Welcome back. I hope that conversation was beneficial and you guys got to really dive into the words of Jesus. I love looking at what God has said to us uh, through his son. Um, let's look at uh, an argument C.S. Lewis once used. He wants to use the argument saying, God can't, Jesus can't just be a good moral teacher. He's either a liar, which means he's not telling the truth about who he is. He's a lunatic, which you kind of have to be to claim that you're God, not be God, or it's true and you're the Lord. Uh, Jesus claimed that he was Lord. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God, all things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light and that those who might believe in him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, his own people did not receive him. But to all who do, not, who do receive him, who believe in his name, he gives the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, not of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. So what does that mean for us, that Jesus, fully God, fully man, came to dwell among us, his people? It means this, that he lived the life that we couldn't, he died the death that we should have, and he gave us the grace that we did not deserve. First, he lived the life that we couldn't. Um, we are tied to Adam, who's our great, 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 so on, grandfather. 
uh, who did not live a perfect life. He was given every chance to obey God and didn't. And because of that, the world fell into sin and we are broken because of that. Um, but Jesus came to live the life that Adam should have, to be the better Adam, the second Adam, to replace those actions that we may belong to him now instead of Adam and our own flesh. We do not belong to it anymore. We now belong to God uh, because of his work and his life, but also because of his death. His death, he died the death that we should have. Um, that's a punishment that we should have taken. We have sinned against God. We should not allow, be allowed to be in his presence. We should have been killed for our actions against him. But God spared us. And instead of just sparing us, he sent his only son to die for us, that he may take our place, um, bear our sins on the cross, and to provide forgiveness and grace, which we did not deserve. Um, but he didn't stop there. He didn't just die. He rose from the dead. He rose from the dead to give us new life in God, um, that there might be a bridge, a restoring, uh, replaced so we can now be in community with our God. So from there, what does that mean for us? Uh, he did all these great things. He lived a perfect life. He died for us. He was risen from the dead. He's the son of God. He's fully God, fully man. Where does that leave us? Um, I want you to actually take time in your groups to look at the application. I'm going to give you a few questions to look through. Um, this way you can dive into passages of who God is, what does it mean, what does that impact for us. Um, I'm actually going to attach the video for leaders if you're wondering more about the C.S. Lewis argument and liar, lunatic, or lord. Um, I will attach that video as well for your group to watch. Just take time to unpack who is Jesus and why does it matter. So let me go ahead and pray for us. God, thank you uh, for sending your son, um, for him living the perfect life that we couldn't. Um, Lord, what an act of ultimate love displayed on the cross before us um, that we might be forgiven and been given grace and now being able to be in community with you, our perfect Father. Um, Lord, we love you. Um, thank you again for your work. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks, guys. We look forward to seeing you next week. Hey, J-Hi, some really quick announcements before you go. We are now watching the J-Hi discipleship videos at 4.30 in the gym, spaced out, socially distanced for any discipleship groups that want to come. A reminder that we are having our retreat March 26th and 27th. If you did not sign up, optional groups meetings will be happening on that Sunday. We will also not be meeting for Easter. Then also a last reminder, Rush early bird pricing ends on March 15th.